an unmitigated disaster. I, it, this this is not even. I I don't even know where to begin today. Thank you, Scott Shannon. Thank you all for being with us. You make this show possible. 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. I, I am torn in a in a hundred different directions here. There's a part of what happened, what we just witnessed with this press conference, I just find humiliating and embarrassing for this great country we love. There's a part of me that's angry because we all know that Joe Biden was in the candidate protection program by the big tech corporations and the media mob and the Democratic Party, as the new book Lucky says, yeah, they they ran the put your crazy uncle in the basement campaign strategy here. Uh, Then I'm angry at the lies that are being told, outright lies and falsehoods, propaganda and misinformation. Then you got the mind numbing, you know, you're looking at a guy that, he, he's got this pattern. He gets all lost and confused and then suddenly hits a point at which he, he just takes off and, and sounds like he's with it. There's something going on here, and I stand by my observation, and I'm trying to say it charitably, weak, frail, and obviously cognitively struggling. In my mind, knowing that the world is an evil place, and I wrote a whole book about evil, Deliver Us From Evil, Defeating Terrorism and Despotism and Liberalism, because if you don't win the political war, you can't beat these other crazy groups. And the research for that book showed me a 100 million human beings murdered in the name of some ism, communism, Mao's China, Stalin Russia, Nazism, fascism, Islamic... Uh, terrorism uh, that exists today. I mean, there's there are evil people. There are hostile regimes and hostile actors. Putin, Russia, hostile actor, hostile regime. President Xi, China, hostile actor, hostile regime. Iranian mullahs, enough said. Uh, Kim Jong-un, etc. And they're not buying the media protection spin here. Or the, you know, I, I never watched, and I've, again, I've been following politics. Um, I, I first started my first radio show in 1987. Reagan was president, giving my age here. And I'm just telling you, I never saw anybody, you know, so obviously going to the A section when Afghanistan comes up to see the notes that were put in front of him, written by somebody else. Maybe circle back Jen Psaki can just give us the notes, and she won't have to circle back so much. Just hand him out his copies and says, "Here's what Joe's was gonna Joe was supposed to say during the presser," or maybe just empower Kamala Harris, considering you know the lady that pretty much compared ICE to the KKK in a line of questioning in Congress. Uh, she's now in charge of this real crisis at the border, and then the lies about the crisis at the border, and there are more deportations taking place now. But we're sending most people home. No, they're not. Nobody brings up the COVID problem either in the course of this. The media, the mob, compliant as they are. You know, the one good question, I think it's Kirsten Welker is the name, saying, uh, yeah, we'd like an answer. Uh, when are you going to give us access to the facilities? Because they gave access to NBC to the one decent facility on purpose, which was nothing but pure propaganda. Where was the question, hey, Joe, did the wind blow you over? Is that what happened? Was it the wind? 
Now, I'm just going to be very blunt and very honest here. It's it's kind of amazing on a lot of fronts that Biden is saying the the filibuster is is racist and not one person follows up asking if it was racist when the Democrats used it. When Biden and Obama filibustered, he's talking about the, the overuse of the filibuster. He wasn't saying it when Mitch McConnell was the Senate majority leader. He didn't say it then. It's only now. At this one, not a single question about the COVID-19 just gets to take a victory lap off of Donald Trump's work. This was this was painful to watch. It is hard to see somebody that, you know, is literally struggling, hanging by a thread. And then the awful, horrifically awful questions from a corrupt and and partisan media mob that's out there protecting him. Now it's the presidential, you know, protection program or, you know, somebody sent me a note, the kid glove press conference, handpicked friendly reporters, probably pre-screened questions, or at least what the topic is going to be. And even fake news, CNN had to admit, I'll read, for example, CNN's Kevin Liptak and Caitlin Collins spoke with multiple sources who conveyed that Biden quote, has been getting ready for days And furthermore, he recognizes the bright spotlight at old Garner and Biden has talked his strategy through with members of his inner circle and even held informal practice session earlier in the week. Well, that's what I was saying. And I was called a conspiracy theorist. I said I couldn't prove it. I said, I don't believe it uh, if they tell me otherwise. But there's no listen. He had off Friday. Nothing on the schedule since Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Tuesday, one thing, Wednesday, meeting sport teams. That's it. He's been practicing the whole time. Trust me. You know what's going on. Everybody knows what's going on. He gets lost. He gets confused. At one point, you know, he literally said, well, anyway, you know, let me play some of the highlights of this disaster. With regard to the filibuster, I believe we should go back to a position of the filibuster that existed just when I came to the United States Senate 120 years ago. I had never been particularly poor at calculating how to get things done in the United States Senate. So the best way to get something done, if you if you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway. I'm, we're going to get a lot done. And if we have to, if there's complete... Lockdown and chaos is a consequence of the filibuster. Then we'll have to go beyond what I'm talking about. Okay, um, hang on. Uh, sorry. Oh, I'm convinced that we'll be able to stop this because it is the most pernicious thing. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. I mean, this is gigantic what they're trying to do. And it cannot be sustained and do everything on my power, along with my friends in the House and the Senate, to keep that from uh, from becoming the law. We have over 100,000 wellheads that are not capped, leaking methane. What are we doing? And by the way, we can put as many pipe fitters and miners and us to work capping those wells at the same price that they were charged to dig those wells. So I I, I just find it um, frustrating, frustrating. Talk about 
Last point I'll make in the infrastructure, and I apologize for spending more time on it, but is that if you think about it, um, uh, do you guys get this? This is not good. Then we have the content on it now. You know, the filibuster's racist. Really? Because you used it, Joe. Your party used it. You know, even accused basically the country of Mexico and Donald Trump for letting kids starve with the stay in Mexico policy. Then he accused Trump of causing the border crisis, which is a joke considering he ended the stay in Mexico policy. He brought back catch and release. Uh, He's not given a damn about uh, social distancing and all the high positivity of COVID and kids on top of each other or the new cages that he's building. And he's mad at Trump for not building more cages because Trump was actually building the wall to enforce the laws of the land. And then he stopped border construction. I mean, that answer on capping, the, instead of drilling, we'll cap them and we can hire the people that built the pipe fittings. We'll hire them back to 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 end all energy independence forever. He even accused Trump of going soft on China, which is beyond laughable. By the way, no ca- no questions about zero experience, Hunter. And the problem is he's happen- having. I, I I mean, even Chris Wallace. No fan of uh, Donald Trump, as we all know. I mean, even he said he was shocked and struck by the fact that, you know, on every single foreign policy question that Joe's reading from a book covering Ronald Reagan for six years. uh, I never saw that either. I've never seen a president ever have to do this. I spend a week preparing, struggling even through barely able to get through this full of lies, one right after another. Um, and you know, it's literally, it's like Laura Ingram tweeted, it's like story time with uncle Joe and the press was fine with it. Compliant as they are, as always, he claims he's not devices, divisive, <laughs> they accused Trump basically of sending kids across the border or to stay in Mexico policy to starve to death. That's kind of divisive. What do we have? 250 filibusters by Democrats recently. His only method of communication is sharing random weird thoughts and the oddest the, the oddest communication patterns I've ever seen in my my life. Um, you know, I, where's the transparency? One question. When are you going to let us see the kids in your new cages? Because they've been trying to hide it for all of us. They scripted all out with notes for this guy. He gets confused and then he gets lost and he kind of gives up and he gets tired. Then he gets clearly agitated. Um, unbelievable. It's 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 remarkable. But anyway, so he had the thing. And then the other thing, if you watch carefully, he, this guy, the, the sad part is, is he's this is the biggest, heaviest lift in his life. Now, we have if you have to lift up the president of the United States and prep him for a week to barely get through a press conference and lie his way through using the friendliest bunch of questions as a crutch. And when he has to function at any moment on his own off script, even moving to the next question, he gets lost with a list of reporters predetermined ahead of time. Who's going to get a, the next question. So, you know, then he, then he kind of gets past the crutch and gets lost again. It's like, I mean, you're looking at like a president, like a deer in the headlights here running through, racing through his briefing book to find his talking points that he can read because he can't obviously remember them anymore. 
which means maybe even, oh, either they anticipated the questions or did they know ahead of time? Who knows? You know, uh, reading off briefing sheets. I, I think of any president that would ever have to do this. It's the hardest job in the world. That's why you can't have a, you know, candidate protection program. You know, when I say this guy looks exhausted, I mean he looks exhausted. And prominent members of his cheerleading squad and the mob, you know, when they start noticing it, that's a problem. NBC's senior political analyst Jonathan Allen tweeted that Biden sounded and looked tired. He's being charitable. Wow. Worse still, Biden clearly reading his answers. I mean... I, I've ne- nobody's ever seen this before. This is new territory. This is a problem because America's enemies are watching. Putin, President Xi, Kim Jong-un, the, the mullahs in Iran, they're all watching. He's claiming the border surge happens every year. No, it doesn't happen every year. We're expecting now the highest number. Right now, it's the highest number since 2006. And then on top of that, it's going to be the highest in at least 20 to 30 years. The truth matters. And, you know, he's saying that nothing has changed. It happens every year. That's not true either. And he's he's saying we're trying to build the place. No, you're supposed to send people back. Bring back the stay in Mexico policy. And on the filibuster, that's even more frightening because now we know exactly what that means, don't we? All right, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. I know a lot of you want to weigh in. We'll play more of the lowlights uh, of this. We'll have full coverage. you got to watch it. I know many of you working today didn't get a chance to see it. We'll summarize the best parts on Hannity tonight. Quick break. Right back. We'll continue.